0: It's Fightful's The Hump with uh, Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp. Fightful.com! Yeah! Yeah! What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is September 6th, 2023, and we are ready to hump for an hour straight. After this, we're going to have a very special list goes on on Fightful Select. I'm going to talk about my interactions with CM Punk. In his camp, it'll answer a lot of questions that you guys have. Uh, and especially for Fightful Select subscribers who get an awful lot of reports and maybe you don't know where they emanate from, not uh, in the business of exposing sources or anything, but you're going to get a lot of clarity about, about how things like that work. And also news on a long sideline talent that looks like they're back in the fold. But we're here today with Jimmy Van. Please leave a thumbs up. Please donate a super chat youtube.com slash fightful or a humper chat because it is the hump. You can go to humperchats.com, Get your question. Get your statement in. This is a largely super chat humper chat driven show. So uh, we're here to talk about what you guys want to talk about. Jimmy, how you doing? Good, Sean. How
1: you doing, man? Hey, do you feel like talking about CM Punk today? Something different?
0: No, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> i don't but you know what this is this is where we are this is what we're doing it's the snakes and sparklers method i have mentioned yeah. before uh i i would very much not like to talk about this but unfortunately this is what our audience wants to talk about and they want questions answered so yeah yeah there, there's a, an awful lot still to get into
1: yep well you have covered it at length uh like you like to say fifoselect.com best five bucks in the business You've covered it at length and added a a lot of detail to it. And I feel like I can't really add to that. Uh, So I want to talk about something different. I noticed that there were a lot of people on social media when it comes to punks firing, they're asking, does he have a non-compete? Did he get a contract buyout? And I want to address that. And this is from my experience. And this goes without saying, I have not seen CM Punk's contract or contracts, plural. I haven't seen them they good people. There could be provisions in there, you know, with respect to certain things, even with uh, a termination. Uh, but the statement that AEW released when they announced his firing, they made a point three times in that statement to say that he was fired cause. with cause. That is very telling. And so I have one of
0: those in my deal.
1: Yeah, I haven't looked at your deal in a while, but I'll tell you this, when you're fired with cause, you don't get too much. Exactly, so, and so I want to explain what this means because, uh, I, I interacted with a few people on social media and I could tell they didn't even really know what it meant. And so I want to explain what this means. And this can kind of, I'm not going to say what I think is going on with punk because I don't know for sure. And we're not going to know for sure. I think there's no buyout. I think there's no non-compete. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to explain it. So when a company typically fires an employee and punk was an employee and and we'll get to that later. He He was. was an employee.
0: Typically, we now know that to be true. I mean, we right. had long speculated it, yes. but th- them outright saying the employment contracts, that straight up nailed it down. Yes, that, that, that is what was going on.
1: 100%. So typically when a company fires an employee, they fire them either with cause or without cause. When you're fired without cause, that means the company is not giving a reason. They're not citing any kind of misconduct. They're not citing any kind of a breach. In that scenario, the employee typically gets a payout commonly known as a severance package. But in order to get that payout, the employee has to sign termination paperwork that the company drafts. And that gives the company certain assurances as far as freedom from liability and freedom from litigation, potentially, and confidentiality and non-competes. But when an employee is fired with cause, as is the case with CM Punk, typically there is a reason given. The company is giving a reason. They are citing some kind of breach. They are citing some kind of misconduct. And in that scenario, there typically is not a payout or a severance uh, package or a contract buyout. And in turn, the employee does not sign termination paperwork. So the company doesn't get those same assurances. It sounds to me in this case, because it was with cause and because they said it three times in the statement. And there's also precedent with the Con family with this, which I'll talk about in a minute. But because of that, I think no buyout, no non-compete. Um, do you have anything that you want to add about uh, about that? And if this is the situation, Punk's out millions. I don't know how much time is left on his deal, but he's out uh, millions. Do you have anything to add?
0: Yeah, I got a lot to add. So there are an awful lot of elements to this. Again, we don't know. I'm working real hard to find out. AEW will not comment on it. Yep. Tony will not comment on it. Last week when I even asked if Tony was involved in any confrontation or argument, he completely sidestepped it on, on the media call. Um, I am asking people close to him. It is went from a situation, as you'll, you'll learn on list goes on. Uh, it's silence from Punk, his people, his side, all that. Haven't heard of him talking to a whole lot of people. You know at least one or two people he's talking to. But obviously, they're not spilling the way they would in general um, because how could this affect him currently? How could this affect a potential lawsuit if, if he opts to try to file one or something like that. But also, there have been multiple times he has said to people, I hate this place. That being in writing, that being you know verbalized doesn't help his case in the future. Now, I'm I'm not a legal expert. I certainly drive-through uh, legal analysis here is what this is. But also, we had reported this week that he was open to just going to WWE. Just cut him, no non-compete, he'll go to WWE months and months ago. That doesn't bode well either. That doesn't necessarily make the prospect of a lawsuit look look great or anything like that, but yeah, uh, this, this is one of those things. I really hope that when he came back, a lot of this would just be abandoned. And we, we talked at length last week about you know what I sympathized with and what I didn't sympathize with. What I do sympathize with is had a vision for his own show, but that doesn't mean you completely kick everybody that's associated with a couple of guys that you don't like off the air. Like you you just don't do that. Like they Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy and Ryan Nemeth and all these people, despite the fact that they're cool with young bucks and punk Mm -hmm. or, or young bucks and Omega doesn't mean you completely, keep them off the show i don't think that's an appropriate thing to do especially with the vp of talent relations um i know that for him he viewed it as not poisoning the well but also there's a whole lot of people that are like oh well this was a big plot this was a big plan this was orchestrated really they thought that he was going to be violent yeah i mean obviously there is a track record for that but hey guess what nobody makes you do that jimmy could you imagine If I tried to physically fight everybody that said something terrible about me
1: (laughs) in or uh... outside
0: of the industry, I'd been fired for cause a long time ago. I both sympathize and don't sympathize with the situation. I have seen multiple sides of CM Punk and my limited interactions with them. Um, And I, I hate that it came to this because I started to watch the scrum from two years ago. And he said, I would love to work with jungle boy. I'd love to work with Kenny Omega and the bucks right in that CM punk podcast with Colt Cabana in 2014. He goes, maybe I'll go to PWG and wrestle the young bucks. Like. (sighs) Yep. Yep. It's heartbreaking to see how it spiraled.
1: Yep. There's a lot of other layers to this whole thing uh, that I want to address. So the first one is this is a side note, but I want to mention it because I think it is kind of relevant. So Back in December of 2021, the Jacksonville Jaguars fired head coach Urban Meyer with cause at the time he had four years and about $50 million left on his contract. And it was widely reported that the Jaguars fired him with cause intentionally because they didn't want to pay him out the rest of his contract. And that's why they did it. I don't know where that went in the end. I do know that Urban Meyer went the legal route because he wanted a settlement But I don't know what became of it. In this situation, maybe Punk will do the same thing. Maybe he'll try to go for a settlement. Like you mentioned, oftentimes when employees are fired with cause, it does turn into a wrongful termination lawsuit. But at the same time, Punk, he's had issues with the court system, as we know, right? Dr. Iman. And it's not fun when you have to do that stuff. Maybe he's going to decide that he wants to avoid it. Um, but I'll tell you my feeling on the whole all in thing. And, and you probably know for sure, because this is just my feeling. I think Tony Khan knew right after all in that he was going to part ways with CM Punk, like on that day, I think, oh, you the, too. yeah, the reason that I think it took him a week is because his legal team wanted to determine the course of action that they were going to take. And from what I understand, and you can add to this in a minute, there was an investigation where a lot of people were interviewed, not just about all in, but about their general interactions with Punk and their experiences with Punk. I think that that was done intentionally because they wanted to see if they had enough solid evidence to back them in case Punk did decide to litigate. And I think that the legal team decided they were comfortable with what they had, and so they went with a termination with cause decision because it's going to save AEW a lot of money versus a contract buyout, millions of dollars. I think that's why they did it. Do you have anything to add to the investigation uh, or any insight on what punk might decide to do in retaliation, or the video, supposed video that exists, any of that.
0: Well, the video is because there were there were cameras everywhere. There were people that were asking, "Well, why weren't there there wasn't there footage of brawl out?" Well, that's because it was in a locker room. That it just wasn't the same situation. So, yeah, from what I, I've heard, punk side from one person, and everything else that I have heard from other people has not painted him in the best light.
1: Right, exactly. Um,
0: yeah. And that that's where we are. Uh, we do have a lot of super chats, a lot of humper chats to get to. Do you think WWE will open to be, be open to speaking to Punk? If I were Triple H, I would have a conversation. I would at least have a conversation. And I would hit up all the people that I know to not like CM Punk, have a conversation with them as well. Will says, when it comes to WWE wrestlers who's in the company but not on TV, do you think some of them will be on after the Endeavor deal is final? Yes, I do think there are people that have been brought into the company that once that Endeavor deal is finalized, then they'll be popping up um, and and doing that. Uh, Aaron says, I don't burn bridges. I blow them up while I'm still on them, is a quote that Punk said in a WWE doc in 2012. And I'll always remember that. Punk told you all who he was from the jump. A damn shame. It is a shame because I think he's one of the most generational performers like he's somebody that a lot of people could identify with, whether it be physically or socially, or, you know, some of the things that he, he stands for. And here we are
1: establishment too. He's got that side of him too.
0: Yeah. Jungle. Jack Jerry says, thanks for the show, boys. Happy Wednesday. Let's hump. And Kai says, could you see punk coming back on a one day contract? I could see him coming back in the future. Anything's possible in pro wrestling. Anything is possible in pro wrestling.
1: What's he mean by one day contract?
0: Like a one-off.
1: Oh, a one one-off contract.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Adam Weller says, I, Sean, I recall you said months ago, you thought punk would have woken up after brawl out with lots of regret. Do you think that was, or think that was still the case? No, I think that he believes that he was the victim in that situation. I think that he was sorry for the scrum, but I don't think that he was sorry for what happened at brawl out. Um, and I'll have a little bit more on that. On Fightful Select, after this, uh, but Parker says Jimmy can Brian Danielson be the Triple H for AEW? Seemed like he'd be the perfect guy. So Fightful Select this weekend reported that Brian Danielson will now be a more integral figure on AEW Collision, which is it already got hit hard by the ratings and is going to hit get hit way 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 harder uh, with college football. Like we now see, sub four hundred is something. Now, we don't know what their DVR numbers are. I get the feeling those will be leaked sooner than later. Uh, But Brian Danielson is also the guy that Tony Khan said, finding somebody to book stuff while I'm, if I'm sidelined, I told my dad it should be him. I think that's a a really, really good name to have there to slide in for CM Punk, Jimmy.
1: 100%. I I do think that if he is going to decide to be the Triple H to Tony Khan's Vince McMahon kind of thing. He can't be an active talent. So, but but at the same time, Brian Danielson has been pretty clear that the he sees the end of the road. You know, he's talked about how his daughter has said, you know, I want you home more. Uh, apparently Saturdays are are better for his schedule. And so Collision makes a lot of sense, especially with the absence of Punk. Collision makes a lot of sense. Brian's got a lot going for him because not only obviously does he know the wrestling business very well, he's very well respected. He can also take care of himself. And the, these are things that you need to have sometimes. If you're having a talent that can get a little pushy and can be a bit of a bully, they're not doing that with Hunter. And uh, Brian is another guy. I, I realize he's smaller in stature, but I think he's got a lot of respect for what he's capable of. That is a component that you need in that job. So Brian, I think, is, is definitely suited to do it if he wants to do it. Uh, but I don't think he can be an active talent and do that at the same time. It's going to have to be something that he does when he decides to wrap it up in the ring, I think.
0: Joel Wood says, what percentage do you give Punk going back to WWE? 20%. Going to Impact? 30%. Really? Or Yeah. Yeah. I, he seemed to have positive interactions there. I talked to people in Impact that were like, hope he comes here for love of the game. It would, it would need to be for love of the game. That's it.
1: That's it. That's the point. Right.
0: Or just retiring altogether. 30% with that too. Does Punk still have the real world title belt? I will find this out today. James Stallings says urban was also abusive to his players though. You could argue that punk was as well. <laughs> yeah. The th-
1: terminated with cause is terminated with cause.
0: Yeah. So, doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, we've got so many here. A lot of people asking about the endeavor stuff, but Caden says all out was a much needed distraction. Hearing final countdown live made me cry. Considering he stopped using it when I was six. Great moment. When he was Great six, joke. Sean. When he was six, man. He cried he cried damn bro Corey says it's my birthday so i might not be around for the hump well, well thank you so much for for at least sending in this humper chat that's one of the benefits of humper chats you can get them in before we go on the air it says is it fair to say punk's termination was an acclamation or a culmination of everything in the past year or more because he endangered tony if he's saying that he hated this place prior prior to collision uh wasn't that a sign of things to come in the eyes of talent or Tony second time in nine years, Danielson benefits from a punk tantrum. Well, I mean, sort of because Brian Danielson's thing was going to happen in 2014. That that hand was going to be forced either way, whether or not punk was there or not. He just got two matches. So that helped obviously. Um, Yes, it should have been a sign, but I think that they viewed punk as more of a headache outside the company than inside the company. And they thought, Maybe this is behind him. I think it is a culmination of everything that happened over the last year, as opposed to just one specific thing and and this interaction. But the Tony thing did not help at that point. He's just like, okay, now he's, he's a possible target. Got to get the hell out of there.
1: Yep. You're right. You're right. I mean, again, if they had had a meeting after all that, it probably could have uh, settled a lot of this, but let me, sure. let me ask you for your thoughts on this. And, and you made a good point on select when this all broke, you said, this is always going to be a two-sided story. Always. Yeah. There's always going to be punk side and there's always going to be the elite side. That's just how it's always going to be. So the supposed meeting in Atlanta, it was uh, August 23rd. I believe that they were doing a double taping in Atlanta, dynamite and collision. And that meant that everybody was going to be there. Um, one side, I believe punk side claims that a meeting was set with the elite Uh, the other side claims that they were asked to do a meeting and declined. This is, these are the reports that I've, I've read. Do you want to add any color to that?
0: Yeah. Based on what I heard punk had sent like an invite, I think it was like either a text or email or some sort of invite. And according to the elite, it was just completely no sold and they had no desire to do it. There are people close to punk that claimed that it was supposed to happen. If I were in Tony's position, I would say it is happening whether none of you talk or not. If nobody says a word but me, then it's going to happen. I've had to have those types of meetings with people on my team. And I'm like, listen, here's here's the situation. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going on. You can tell me individually or in front of each other. And my solution was, well, well here are the options. You can leave. You can leave. Or you can simply both shut the fuck up, move past this very immature stuff, and work together and things ended up fine this is a very physical physical form of entertainment but they weren't going to have to interact much at all like at at all so if you are the boss if you run the place you say if you want to be here you better just get used to dealing with this person and if one of them feels like they are in physical danger or something like that you you Work your best to make sure that that concern is addressed.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. The the, the meeting should have happened, should have been mandatory. And quite frankly, the Bucks should have acted like executives, like your your company executive. you should go to the meeting. And Tony could have said, bring legal counsel if you want. Like if you're more comfortable with that, bring legal counsel. But the meeting is mandatory. It's going to be on this day at this time. I think that could have really helped the, the situation. It's all under water under the bridge now. I mean, it kind of is what it is. Um, I want to talk about something else notable about that AEW statement. And we already kind of alluded to this. So that confirmed that Punk had not just a wrestler agreement, but also an employment agreement. Okay, correct. Now I'm not going to defend Punk's actions or his conduct over the last couple of years. However, when it was clarified that he did have an employment agreement, I can kind of put myself in his shoes and understand things a little bit better from mm-hmm. his perspective. And again, I'm not defending what he did. So when you look at the all out scrum last year one of the things he said is that he's trying to run a business and he got a lot of heat for that and deservedly so but it makes a little bit more sense now that he said that when and Polish- also
0: tony downplayed it in a subsequent media conference i want to uh, say that, that that he just thought thought it was just something he said like like to say as opposed to yeah he's he's actually got a hand in running the business
1: and that could uh, that could also be why he targeted the bucks as opposed to a lot of other talent because the Bucks are also employees. Like maybe that's why he kind of went at them. Then when collision started, punk felt that he could decide who could be there and who couldn't be there. And again, maybe that's why, because he viewed himself as an employee uh, as well as the face of collision. Same thing when he called out certain wrestlers publicly as being unprofessional, maybe he did it because he felt as an employee you know, this was the headspace that he was in. And this is how he wanted to kind of bear those grievances. Again, I'm not going to uh, defend what he did, but, uh, or what he said, but it makes a little bit more sense to me. Do you have anything you want to add to his now former contractual status?
0: I mean, there's, there's a lot of questions about it, uh, but that is, that is something I'm still waiting to try to get information on. I don't even want to speculate. Dante says, who benefits the most from Punk being out? Switchblade, Starks, Miro. Personally wish it was the women's division getting more time. I think it'll be an an aggregate. I think that they need to develop a new star. I mean, to be honest with you, I think Edge (laughs) benefits the most from Punk being out because his asking price probably just went up. Because if you need a big name to help anchor that show, he is one. Uh, Off the Punk talk, Burrow just said he's ready to go. Listen, thank you, Matt. I run a, a Bengals Twitter, Common Bengals W, got season tickets. I'm very excited. This, this and the prediction, tumper chat I got is the, the limit I'll go. Uh, Bengals are beating the Browns. Joe Burrow strained his calf six or seven weeks ago. He was always going to be ready for this weekend. They even dropped their third quarterback last week. You think they're rolling in there with Jake Browning and a wide receiver as an emergency QB? He was always going to be ready. There we go. Matt James says, I know Tony acknowledged Jack Perry suspended during the media scrum. Do we know how long of a suspension he's facing? Indefinite. Um, I think that there's going to be a significant amount of money missed out from him because it is either without pay or with a fine. Let's address this.
1: Let's address this because this was on my list. And the first thing I was going to ask you was, was it uh, suspended without pay? So it sounds like it is is either
0: without pay or with a, I I just know he's taking a financial hit.
1: Okay, good. So there's some discourse online that Jack Perry should be fired for that little real glass comment at all in get out of here. Yeah. I'm not, I was going to say, I'm not part of that. I I think a suspension is sufficient and there's a couple of reasons why. So first
0: off, it's like when when a kid gets his ass whipped at school and he also gets expelled for it. Yeah. (laughs) 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 What are we doing? Oh, there there's a no, no touch policy at all. Like, come on, man! It was a f- stupid ass little comment. Who cares? Almost nobody. Almost nobody who's on Twitter understood or gave a shit about that comment. I agree. I
1: agree. And so the the one thing is, there's a precedent here. I'm big on precedent. There's a precedent here. Remember when the Young Bucks mocked, uh, mocked Punk by missing the buckshot? Yeah. Remember what they yeah. did was worse than Jack Perry's real glass quip. And I don't think there was any punishment given to them whatsoever, you know, let alone being fired. So that's the first thing. And the second thing, like you said, it was pretty harmless. It lasted a couple of seconds. He just looked into the camera, said one thing, then he got on with the match. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I do think a suspension without pay is justifiable because otherwise uh, you open the floodgates and everybody's going to screw around. But I think that's the extent. I wouldn't fire him. and, And some people on social media have said he should be fired. I don't agree. I think a suspension without pay is sufficient.
0: Steve says, will the whole punk drama give established WWE stars second thoughts before jumping ship? Seems like a culture clash on how punk and the elite see how big a company should operate. I mean, listen, punk leaving the company, probably, I mean, I hate to say this because I don't want a blanket statement. There were people who did not end up going to AEW who were like, well, I didn't want to work with him along the way. I'm not singling that out as a reason, but they don't like him. So that's, that's the nature of that. I mean, he's a, lightning rod uh we've got sas saying if punk decides to go to wwe he doesn't have a no compete clause would you have him debut at survivor series or royal rumble survivor series without a doubt it would be chicago that's that's the absolute place to to debut him
1: i want to talk about punk to wwe because to me this is more complicated than punk simply just returns to wwe to me there's layers to this the first thing is he's going to be 45 in october Right. In AEW, he had the luxury of working one show a week, most of the time and
0: made millions of dollars for
1: it. He ain't got to
0: do house shows if he goes to WWE.
1: Right. But is, yeah. is so, so put yourself in the position of triple H or maybe Nick Khan. Cause Nick Khan is, is involved with this stuff too. Do you think that it would be good for the locker room when you've got guys like Seth Rollins working a full schedule, Cody Rhodes comes back, he's working a full schedule. Do you think it would be good for the locker room when punk comes in and wants basically the Brock Lesnar schedule like how, how do you think the locker room would, would respond to that? Do you think they That'd would be fine with it?
0: it. You be think fine they'd be with fun? it? Yeah. In fact, it, unless he flipped out about it, they would use it against him. They would use it. What he has talked about, not liking that, uh, in his promos and stuff, but edge did it. A lot of people did it. So yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. edge didn't, didn't, you know, have a, a, a bad parting of the ways he didn't have. That's this, also you know, true. Yeah. So I, I, I like when I put myself in Triple H's shoes, I think I'd want Punk to kind of prove himself to me by having him, you know, put in some time. But if you're Punk, again, you're 45, you're injury prone, you don't want to do four shows a week. Like to me, that's, that's a big, he uh,
0: he ain't doing that. He'll, he'd be on the edge of Brock's schedule. Right. Right. Bridget Hewlett, thank you so much. Says, are AEW wrestlers independent contractors? They are by and large, uh, Omega, the Bucks, um, Kenny or yeah Kenny Omega the bucks uh punk they were they're on employment deals as well Moxley Jericho Moxley Jericho I would believe that like Christopher Daniels is cuz he's a VP I QT Marshall I would imagine as well but most of them are independent contractors uh Bridget man we've got So many super chats, so many Humper chats. I love it. Ryan says, have you seen the video of the Young Bucks mocking punk? Makes them look unprofessional as EVPs. Just a bad look all around. And uh, thoughts on the EVP, Matt Jackson's victory lap. I don't care. I don't care. They're pro wrestlers. Almost every pro wrestler is immature and, and does skits and little jabs and stuff. Get over it. Like we're we're going to sit here and talk about people that are soft and have thin skin and all this stuff and you're going to going to not be upset, pretend to be upset. That's the thing that just drives me from wrestling the most is how people love to pretend to be upset by everything. Y'all don't give a fuck. <laughs> you don't really care. You're pretending to be upset about all this stuff. Cut it out! Cut out the fake outrage. You're not really bothered by this stuff. It's not bigoted. It's not sexist or homophobic or racist or anything. It is stupid ass, harmless little jabs that you don't really care about. That's it. I it's
1: want to harmless. tell you. I want to tell you a quick little story because it's kind of relatable. So Kurt Angle, uh, I think it would have been on Chris's pod, Chris's uh, Van Bleet's podcast. He said something about you know AEW doing great. But WWE is worth $9 billion. Tony Khan doesn't have that kind of money, right? Kurt Angle said that. I retweeted the Fightful article about that the other day or re-Xed it, whatever. And I added one line, Sean. And the line that I added was, Shad Khan is worth $12 billion. Yeah. I didn't say anything about anything. I didn't say I'm, I disagree with Kurt. I didn't say shit. I just said, Shad Khan is worth $12 billion. I got objective.
0: It's objective. It's not, yeah, it's that's not all up I for debate.
1: <laughs> I got 750,000 views on that tweet.
0: Oh boy. And
1: everybody was shitting on me saying, Oh, so what are you suggesting? He's going to like, uh, get rid of his, uh, Jaguars and everything in order to put it all into wrestling. I didn't say shit. I just said he's yep. worth $12 billion. It's the same kind of thing. I people didn't think, love
0: to, people love to pretend to be bothered by anything and everything. And let's it be very
1: the- honest. Let's be very honest. If anybody watching this podcast was one of the Jacksons who had a real problem with punk and punk got fired, let's be very honest. Would you not be a little giddy about it the day of like, if we're being very honest. So I, I didn't really think too much of it. It didn't surprise me. And you know, it it is what it is.
0: I want to get to these super chats, humper chats. We've got uh, our biggest viewer base in a long time here for the hump. Matt Hennessy sent a monster one. That said, with the Endeavor deal set to be finalized soon, we know cuts are coming. I'm assuming it's just behind-the-scenes staff uh, but that will be cut and on-screen talent will not be affected by the merger. It's your opinion. In your opinion, will that be the case? And Ryan says, hey, Sean, wanted to bring this to your attention. Feel free to knock it down. There's a lot of discourse online when the WWE Endeavor merger happens. There would be wrestler cuts with the office cuts. Would that be true? I have not heard any discussion of wrestler cuts for quite a while. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. However, what I have noticed of late is that WWE has seemed to have gone more of an AEW method. And what I mean by that is Fightful Select broke this weekend. We spoke to Sonny Kiss. Sonny confirmed that uh, their deal expired. It just expired. Lacey Evans' deal expired. Not a cut when it was clear that it wasn't going to work. There are people that have been sitting out for a very, very long time in WWE. I would imagine their deal is simply going to expire. Office cuts, unfortunately, are going to happen. That is the nature of any merger. I hate to see it. You hate to, to do that, but um, that's that's the nature of, of what's going on there.
1: Here's my, look at my, my, my take on it, and I go back to when Ari Emanuel was on, was it CNBC with Vince when they announced the merger? So yeah. Ari Emanuel made it clear Dana White manages the UFC at the time. Vincent man manages WWE. I don't micromanage. I let Dana do his thing. I let Vince do his thing. Now that Vince is currently sidelined with a supposed surgery and medical leave and all that, and Hunter is in charge of the talent, that makes me feel pretty good about the fact there's not going to be talent cuts. Yeah. Because, because Hunter is the one now overseeing it and Vince is on the sidelines. There will be cuts to the office because that just happens with this kind of thing. And I believe the merger is supposed to close next week. And uh, unfortunately, that's what's going to happen. But because Hunter is in charge of the talent, I feel pretty good about the fact that that sounds uh, less likely.
0: Murray Wick says, didn't guys like Paul White, Sting, Billy Gunn, Danielson have any interaction with Punk telling him to stop his outbursts or were veterans afraid to get on his bad side? I don't know. I know that Danielson and he were on friendly terms. That that's about the extent of which I, I knew. Um, but I don't know who approached him. Did you see Tom Campbell's Where Did do, do AEW Go Wrong with Punk video? And the first part was good, but Tom's conclusion. Listen, you can't burying uh Tom is not something I'm I'm here to do. You can disagree with his video on his video. Like, I mean, this is just you burying him. I, I'm not here for that but
1: feel free to go to his video in order to put us over
0: yeah yeah there there you go i love tom tom is wonderful listen you can disagree with the points and i'm sure that i do uh, as well but yeah sas says is it a hot take if i were to say that nxt is currently the best wrestling show on right now oh no i think that there is a an absolute perfect audience that views what nxt does and they think well this is right in my wheelhouse this is specifically the type of wrestling that I like and that I want to watch. And I think that's absolutely fine. What do you think of the Braun Breaker spot with Von Wagner? I, I'm watching, I'm actually watching that before AEW tonight. So okay. I haven't even seen it yet. Vicious, vicious. You know, I'm excited. I hear a lot of people tweeting about it. Yeah. What else do we got here? Man, just just tons of super chats, humper chats. Sean and Jimmy, do you get the impression Vince has been relegated to the sidelines? Raw and SmackDown are feel like feeling a little bit like Triple H uh, detailed again. Sort of. I'm seeing a lot more rematches on WWE TV, which is a bummer. But I think that Vince, because of the investigation, the raid, and the alleged spinal surgery, there you go.
1: I, uh, I can't recall what interview this was, but uh, Nick Khan, in an interview... Recently, says something along the lines of Vince is currently uh, dealing with other projects. He said something like that. So, I'll have uh, to find
0: that. Yeah, it it
1: doesn't sound like Vince is involved at the moment, still. And I, it wouldn't surprise me, like you said, if he uh, is on the sidelines until whatever investigation
0: uh, wraps up. KE775 says, Do you think Becky wins next week? I'm torn. They should do the change on a random NXT. Or do a non-finish and do the title change at the NXT pay-per-view. I would love to see Becky beat Tiffany Stratton next week, then drop it back at the pay-per-view. I want to see Becky reach that that pinnacle. Jimmy, I don't know if you saw payback, but I love the Tiffany Stratton promo where she was like, I owe you an apology. When I said that I was better than all the great NXT champions like Sasha, Charlotte, yourself, and Bayley, it was wrong of me because you were never champion. (laughs) I thought that was phenomenal.
1: I think uh, I agree with you. Becky should win, not just to drop it in a rematch, but to bring the title onto Raw. Yeah. So I agree. I think that she should take it as well.
0: What are your take on Punk fans blaming AEW's Lawler? Asinine. She had nothing to do with it. In fact, uh, I had speculated. Oh, was she the one that made the decision? And I was outright told no.
1: Are you talking about uh, the, is, the, the the Mega? mega yeah, Megan? That's
0: great. I, they, I've had... I've had very positive interactions with her of late as well. So
1: so I believe that the statement said outside attorneys. I believe the outside. statement made it clear outside attorneys. And if I were yep. to guess, it's probably Shad's attorneys. But uh, it said outside attorneys.
0: Is Jimmy Jacobs TK's right-hand man? As, as best I know, yeah. And I hear wonderful things. Let me tell you guys, I love doing interviews where I learn something while I'm doing interviews. That was Jimmy Jacobs for me. I did an interview with him, and I learned an awful lot. What's the backstage vibe like in AEW post-punk firing? Is there any, any anticipation for wrestlers such as FTR, Brody King, to request releases? If they didn't this weekend, I doubt they're going to. Punk or FTR went out there and worked and did a great job, and I'm sure they're not happy, but
1: no. I, I imagine that there's probably a sense of relief from uh, yeah. from most of the talent because I'm sure they were walking on eggshells a lot with what was going yeah. on
0: so boom, thank you so much for the, the generous super chat that you got. You guys can send those in. It says, sorry, but I really don't see the, the mid-long-term appeal with Punk. Missed his whole WWE run, so I have no connection. I get the cultural reference to fans, but I can't see any company that matter much better off with him there. He's a draw, man. He puts asses in seats. He puts eyeballs on the screen. He sells merchandise. He gets people to buy video games and action figures. He objectively is a needle mover. Like, you can't sit there and say that somebody who had a record-breaking T-shirt sale isn't a needle mover. He's a needle mover.
1: You know what's interesting is, is I hit you up a few days ago when I said I feel like Punk's marquee has really taken a hit number I do too. with all of this. And yeah. I'm sure it has, and you see the collision numbers and everything. But at the same time, I've heard a lot about like the Young Bucks getting abuse at levels they've never seen before online because of Punk. This sure. tells you that he still has a massive fan base. You
0: know, Buddy, still there. I've gotten abused to the level I've never experienced before because of that. And I'm on fairly good terms with Punk. In fact, I have reported his side of things numerous times. So, I mean, just, just wild. What else do we got here? Um, Crazy 101 said, Tony said the United Center might not be happening because something there is next year. Do you know what's being held there next year? There was speculation like Democratic National Convention or something like that, but I, I don't think it's wrestling related. Uh, if CM Punk goes back to wrestling, the only case for him to match money would be New Japan. Thoughts? New Japan ain't matching that money. Uh, look at Aussie Open. Look at Switchblade. Look at Juice Robinson. Mm-hmm. They were not matching that money. Mm-hmm. They were, In fact, there were a lot of people that weren't happy with the money they were making there, and they left. What else do we got? K-775 says, considering Ryan Satin is leaving Fox, is it safe to assume that Fox is probably not retaining the WWE rights and WWE will have a new media partner? Well, Ryan's deal is up next month, and the WWE deal isn't up for a full year, so I don't think that one has anything to do with another. I I feel free to, to mention this. I've mentioned this to Jimmy. I was contacted by a representative who asked if I was looking for representation and said that there were a couple of outlets that wanted a talking head in the event that this outlet, that outlet, this conglomerate acquired the media rights. I didn't think that would be something that I would be good at, but that at least tells me that there is a feeling out process from, from multiple outlets there. Um, but time for a raise, Jimmy,
1: they got to be coming to the finish line on this one because I think so too. It was June. The last time, June, five years ago that they announced it. I think they're holding off because of the endeavor merger. And it won't surprise me. It won't surprise me if, as soon as they announce that the merger has closed, then they then announce the new TV rights deal, and uh, within maybe the next one or two weeks, won't surprise me if that happens.
0: What else have we got here? My God, there's just so much, so much, so many super chats and Humper chats. Rank the strap match to all the others you've seen. Ooh, it's one of the best I've ever seen. But I can't like sit here and and catalog all of them i mean i remember the caribbean strap match savio and and, and <laughs> yeah, Steve yeah. austin i love that feud that yeah. that was one of my favorite starts of a feud ever they had a cold match on raw they beat the brakes off of each other it went to a double count out and they simply did not stop fighting i loved it <laughs> it was great uh, but it's I think, one of the best i've ever seen
1: when i think of austin and savio i think of the lights going out yeah and they just kept wrestling that was awesome
0: Tyler Smith says, "Does having all the scoops on FightfulSelect.com, best five dollars in the business, make watching wrestling less fun for you? I doubt you are ever surprised. Mm-hmm. Any story you wish you didn't break. I mean, deaths. I wish I didn't have to to break causes of deaths, which I don't do unless the family asks me to. No, no, I'm happy to do my job in any other type of thing that isn't, you know, unfortunate or sad." But I get surprised all the time. Like, I didn't know that Danielson was going to be the opponent for Ricky Starks. I didn't know that CJ Perry was coming out. It happens all the time. Uh, Has mercedes Monet Price with AEW just gone up? It should have. It should have. Rex spec Becky wins the NXT title in order to give us Rhea versus Becky match at Survivor Series without the title being in danger. Matt, I think this is a WrestleMania main event right now. Becky and Rhea, Jimmy, especially after the the Becky-Trish match that I saw happen last week. They've only teased it once, Rhea
1: and Becky, yeah. when they had a face-to-face one time. So I agree. that That is a Mania match. Wouldn't surprise me if they threw it away at Survivor Series, uh, but it's a mania- Hey, guys. Have
0: you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made, and I was shocked. He is in his 80s. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything and you won't believe how simple it is. Any match, and I would hold on to it till then. I'll tell you what you guys can hold on to. This great deal from NordVPN. I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. You got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash fightfall allows me to do that. Allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to, to having your data stolen, any any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices, Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, Router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, Nordvpn.com slash fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. Nordvpn.com slash fightful. So, um we got Scott saying stirring the pot, who that versus who day. Yeah, not not for a while, buddy. Saints suck. Alien says, "What do you think would be the catalyst for a women's division in either WWE or AEW to have a long-term narrative-based storyline? I don't know. Um, perhaps Booker's just uh, just realizing that in order to get people to emotion, invest to invest emotionally, they got to invest time as well. Otherwise, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, and nobody will ever care.
1: I think the best example is Rhea Ripley." I mean, Rhea Ripley, when they, when they brought her up to the main roster, they did nothing with her, and she felt like she was kind of running in quicksand. Then all of a sudden, they started pushing her. Then she is in the title picture. Now now, not only is she in Judgment Day, a lot of people look at her as the leader of She's Judgment Day. She's one of the Day. top
0: managers, wrestlers, performers, all that stuff. She she does so many different things.
1: And she gets a reaction. Like Even, even with a heel stable, she gets a babyface reaction a lot of the time. Yep. And it was a situation where they protected her, they invested mm-hmm. the time in her, and look what happened. That's all they need to do.
0: Corey thinks that Punk would be better suited for a Brock Lesnar deal where he works specific PLEs. Yes, I agree. Get him in, get him out. That's it. But, I mean, even then, you hear about Brock having some issues here and there. Jericho, Riddle, et cetera. Shytown Spurs says, One thing that does piss me off and I feel is warranted is people going after Mega for doing her job. Nasty work from the usual suspects. From what I heard, she had a minimal amount to do with this, if anything.
1: This is another example of people filling in the blanks when they don't know anything. And again, if you look at the AEW statement, go ahead and read it. It's online. They said outside counsel. She had nothing to do with it.
0: Yeah. I'll often have people speculate who a source is and I'll never tell people who a source is, but I'd be happy to say sometimes who it isn't. I had people say, Oh, well, Matt Hardy fed the media, the, the punk cabana stuff. No, he didn't. Absolutely not. And then somebody said, oh, well, yeah, must have been Rebby. I've never spoken to Rebby, to my knowledge. New Age Assholes says, Tony (laughs) needs to take this (laughs) incident as a big warning. Next time, (laughs) if there will be a next time, it could end up more serious. Yeah, I would have Brian Danielson backstage, Moxley backstage, Jericho backstage, do another meeting and say, I don't care if you're punk, Jack Perry, The Elite, Sammy Guevara, Andrade, Eddie Kingston, You get into a fight backstage, you're going to face ramifications for it. Don says, hi, Sean and Jimmy. Just want to say, I love your content and wrestling news. If it doesn't come from Fightful, I'm not believing it. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Don. I greatly appreciate you. That means a lot. Jordan says, as a company, as a company position wise, do you think Punk as an employee uh, was on par with an EVP or was he aiming up the rank and that caused some issues? I think, For everybody saying that AEW needed an undertaker, I think Punk viewed himself as the undertaker in that locker room from my perspective.
1: Possible. I I think that the employment agreement primarily gave him certain rights, whether it be benefits, whether it be retirement, something like that. I don't think it had anything to do with rank. I think it just gave him certain rights and entitlements that an independent contractor wouldn't.
0: Guys, if you like this show, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Right after this, I'm doing The List Goes On. I'll talk about my interactions with Punk that I've had. And also, we do a QA here every single week on Fightful Select. Not only that, Grapsity does one every other week as well. Any update on Vince as he returned to the office? I haven't heard a thing. Can you find out how NXT filmed that stair spot with Vaughn and Braun? Even the crowd was shocked that the vid hit the X or that, yeah, that I'm baffled how they did it safely. I will. I will tonight. I'll, I'll ask about how they did that. Paul says, Are there any WWE talent who could veto a punk return? Rollins called him a cancer. Roman was salty about the make Roman look strong comments. Yes, I think that collectively there are numerous that could and would veto a possible uh, punk return. There were were a couple that tried to veto another recent signing, uh, from what I understand. And that didn't happen, but the punk thing is a little bit different. It's, it's just a little bit different.
1: Let me ask you this. So I, I've talked before about how I think that if Punk is interested and if WWE is interested, Hunter needs to, I think, out of respect, bring the veterans together and kind of canvas them, you know, including like a, a Rollins and a Roman and a Kevin Owens and Becky Lynch and Charlotte and whoever. Do you think that the majority of the locker room, because like you said, Rollins has has kind of been you know outspoken about it, maybe one or two others. Do you think the majority of the locker room, would look at it like, this is an opportunity for us to create a buzz. This is an opportunity for us to maybe make more money. This is an opportunity for us to take another guy from AEW. Do you think they'd look at it that way? Or do you think the majority would be like, I don't know if I need this negativity brought into our locker room?
0: If they could stand to seriously benefit financially, I think they might overlook it. But if they're on the same deals to work with a guy that they don't like and they feel like could cause issues, in a very positive locker room, by the way, WWE's locker rooms, the best it's ever been since mm-hmm. I've covered it. Um, well, with the exception of like a year ago when Vince was out, out. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, think about Mania next year. So let, let's, let's just assume rocks out and he suggested he might be in, but let's assume he's out. You could have Roman Cody and you could have Seth Rollins, CM Punk. Yeah. Those are some pretty damn big matchups for, uh, for Mania. And you could do Punk Rollins main event night one. And then Punk gets his main event, right? Like there there's go. there's a lot to it.
0: Just Mass says, with Vince out, what are your thoughts on the reasons for the uptick in rematches? Does Triple H like them as as much, or is it just lingering Vince input? I think it's lingering Vince input, and maybe hoping that he just won't come back and undo everything. You know what I mean? Oh man, we've got. Uh, what do you think of the pops? Jay Uso has been getting. Well, we had reported this on Fightful Select. I can tell you, Heyman himself was hopeful that this whole thing resulted in Roman being more over, Jay being solidified as a top guy, Jimmy hopefully being there, and Solo being on the way. So I think this is all according to plan.
1: I will say this. Even though the bloodline, thing for me, has gotten tired, it was interesting for me watching Raw, seeing Sammy and Jay, and then seeing Drew McIntyre kind of looking at Jay because of what happened in the past with Drew McIntyre. There was a lot of seeds that were planted in that regard that I thought was interesting. Even though the bloodline on SmackDown, I feel has been getting tired. The Jada Raw thing
0: was interesting to me. I really liked it. I really liked it. And I love the story on Monday where they're like, listen, buddy, you got a, you got heat. It doesn't matter if you've turned over a new leaf. You've still got heat. Right. Love that. Semper says, do you think it was a mistake for AEW to keep their pay-per-views in the same location? Also, which would you consider their premier pay-per-view? Now it's all in. Objectively, it's all in, it's their WrestleMania. I would take all out out of Chicago. I would move double or nothing away from Memorial Day weekend. I think that Tony Khan is a little out of touch with his fan base and the amount that it costs to fly, stay, and exist in Las Vegas on Memorial Day weekend. If you want to do full gear in Las Vegas in November, well, that makes an awful lot of sense. A warm weather city in November. Makes all the sense in the world. Get it the hell out of Memorial Day weekend, at least. Do it the next weekend. Do it the weekend before. It is so insanely costly for people to go there that weekend. But uh, yeah, I would move those for sure.
1: And Chicago needs a detox.
0: Yes, it does. Especially now. Are we getting Joe MJF because Punk was next? No, there were plans for Joe and MJF. Uh, ahead of that, that's probably something I should write a story on, actually. Is Edge more likely to return to WWE, join AEW, or retire? I think he's more likely to join AEW. Dax, Cash, and Christian are there. You got Devon Dudley working a match soon, Jimmy. I saw that. I saw oh, that. Oh, Tony's going to be there with his monocle and his telescope, <laughs> making sure. can Can he lift somebody up for a 3D?
1: Question for you. If the plan was Joe MJF, why did Joe put over Punk?
0: That I don't know. Okay. I'll work to find out more on that, but I, I had heard there there might have been plans for Joe and MJF as soon as all out. But Athena needs to be on TV more, not just streaming. I'm sure she feels that way as well, but they, they think that she is the anchor for that show. SAS says, if I'm Triple H, I'd rather invest my money and time in trying to get Osprey or Mercedes instead of Punk. Well, me too, because you've got a lot more long-term there. Uh, however, it's a matter of, will Mercedes come back? Does she want to be anchored down to a contract? How sincere are Osprey's new declarations that, yeah, sure, he'll move to America? There, there, There's a lot of elements to that. It's not just, well, let's allocate this money to them. We don't know if they want to go.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's not for lack of trying. Yes. It's, not, it's not like Hunter doesn't make the effort. I mean, sometimes guys just pick what they pick.
0: Uh, Blind Dragon Paladin, thank you so much for becoming a YouTube member. We post a lot of behind-the-scenes footage and uh, hidden podcasts over there. Brett Lockwin says, Meat forever, never change Chicago. Boy, did that match get over. I was so happy to see Miro and Hobbs get that type of reaction.
1: They got a meat t-shirt. They should, too. <laughs> they I mean, that they this do. is
0: what, they've got so many guys. They got Luchasaurus, Jake Hager, like these big meaty sons of bitches, Big Bill, let them just go in there and slap that meat. That's what I say. Let him slap that meat. Let, let him hump with full meat. That That's how I feel about this. Matt Just Hennessey's, don't run
1: commercials during the main event. Otherwise, Sean's going to post pictures about cutting the meat.
0: Well, you know what? WWE released the full match on YouTube, so evidently I they looked at it and they said, God, that was a little much. I saw that, yeah. There were people on the roster that were, like, annoyed by that as well. Matt Hennessy says, I know I ask this every week. Do you think we're finally getting the DIY reunion? We've had the heavy teas on social media. TV over the last match from Chompa and WWE. Are we finally getting it? Do you think? I do think so. I do think so. I'm hopeful because I think Vince has been out of the fold for a while. And when it happens, I will post a story on a time that I know it was supposed to happen because what I don't want to do is post it and then them just nix it because some story emerged because depending on which way the wind blows, they decide this team shouldn't be there. It's so annoying.
1: Let me ask you this question, Sean. Uh, I've seen people online, certain people that you know, that have been kind of uh, sh- uh, taking shots at Austin Theory a little bit, right?
0: People that I know. I don't well, what's that what I have to do with anything? People on
1: social media that have been kind of crapping on Austin Theory.
0: People that you know with your two hundred and forty six
1: thousand followers. Yeah, I know yeah. a few people, Jim. Yeah, well, I thought you know who I'm talking about. So anyway, so people have been shitting on Austin Theory, and we've talked before about how his character is not working for him, right? What if, what if they had DIY and the judgment day? Because I'm trying to think who on the roster could turn Austin Theory babyface. And the only one I can possibly think of is Dominic Mysterio. I think anybody else that Austin Theory is out there with, they're gonna they're gonna root for the heel, I think. Dominic might be the only one. So what do you think if it was DIY and maybe Dominic is gonna go after Candace LeRae and Austin Theory makes the save? Do you think that might? Help to kind of get him started around the other path. I used to think that
0: him, I used to think him being in the way would be a step back. I don't anymore. I think he needs it.
1: He needs something. He needs something. And and so I've the the other day I was just thinking about him and like who can turn him babyface and I think Dominus the only one. I don't know if there is anybody else.
0: I I think so too. I think you're right, and I think that's a good feud for them. K seven seven five says after the merger, do you think wdb will go after free agent names besides the ones we heard? Yes, I do. I think that will will change a lot of things. And speaking of. I'll have some news on Fightful Select on Thursday about EA UFC 5 WWE integration and how that might be affected by the merger. Yes, because... If I were EA, I'd be like, hey, can I get Brock Lesnar in this game? Can I get Ronda Rousey in this game? Oh, 100%. Can, can I get Roman Reigns in this oh, game? <laughs> absolutely.
1: Saying. I would do that. I would have the Superman punch in there and everything. 100%. Shaq
0: was in the game for the love of God. Right, right, right. Audio right. Flesh says, "Longtime listener, sometimes contributor. Happy birthday, by the way. September 5th was your birthday. Need... Ass from my... Okay, I thought this... <laughs> I thought this was an abbreviation. It's Jesus not an abbreviation. <laughs> Koala says, why don't people hold the elite to the responsibilities of actual EVPs? Any real EVPs of a business would bare minimum take a meeting with a disgruntled employee, especially if reduced toxicity and improved morale. Yeah, most of those EVPs haven't had a fist fight with that talent. Like, Again, it's a situation where I both sympathize and don't. I would personally be like, all right, let's do this meeting. Let's move on past it. However, I don't fault them for not. I don't fault them for not. Do you
1: think that back in the day, Pat Patterson, Bruce Pritchard, Vince's right hands, because we know Vince had some altercations. Mm-hmm. Do you think Pat those guys ever had a physical alter- altercation with a talent? I'm sure they did, and I'm sure they handled it. And like, I, I saw people on social media that were defending the buck saying, well, they don't want to talk to him because there was an assault. Your executives. I think that you, you have to do it. I think you have to do it. Your company executives. That's just how it is. But uh, it's like I said, it's water under the bridge now. Punk's gone. So it doesn't matter.
0: A humper chat from Brookies is not on topic with the week, but any interest from the, any of the larger companies on Karen Noir. I know he recently got injured, but still an easy pickup in my eyes. I haven't heard that name like mentioned specifically as far as like WWE or AEW, but I would imagine if AEW was going to like get a look at him, it would have been when they were over there, but he's been out of action since April. WWE hasn't really been hiring a lot of people since like December, so I haven't heard anything, but I will ask. Tony says uh, WWE doing, uh, kind of doing something similar, integrating NXT with the main product and having success. However, AEW is trying to do the same with ROH and it's not clicking. What do you think WWE is doing better than AEW when it comes to integrating NXT? Well, a whole lot more people watch NXT and for NXT, there's a feeling of, well, this person's probably next and we're going to see them anyway with ROH. It's, Hey, we've seen these people for like 20 years and they've got a title belt. It's a lot of, a, it's a, it's a much different vibe, Jimmy.
1: There's also the fact that a lot of the people on the Ring of Honor roster were on the AEW roster first. Yes. Because AEW existed first. NXT is very different. They're not even the same. Because at NXT, these are people that were cultivated in the PC, were not on the main roster. And then, you know, once they get going, then eventually they make their way to the main roster or whatever. It's just not the same. AEW was already around for, what, three years yeah. before before they got Ring of Honor, and then they just kind of put guys on Ring of Honor to fill out the roster. It's just not the same. It's it's apples and oranges.
0: Any possibility of war games in Survivor Series? Yeah, I think it's a possibility. Uh, Eloquent says, TK fears for his life, felt like careful wording. It's his wording. It's his wording. Uh, FTR versus G.O.D. at Wrestle Dream. I would like that. I think that would be good. I, I'm surprised G.O.D. aren't in the States yet, honestly. Was C.J. Perry a one-off or is, is she on a longer deal? Uh, it's It was a non-contract with the expectation to do more. I heard they I reported on Fightful Select. They didn't even have a name yet. Joel Wood says, I should have learned by now to not listen to Sean podcast at work. All my coworkers All right. here are, I slap that meat and let them hump. You should just let them hump, in my opinion. And we've reached almost the end of our super chats. Matt Hennessy says, do you think when the merger's done, the Pandora box will open on Vince to get him out of the company? With the Fed investigation and possibly allegation. Could people WDB or Endeavor be looking to push him out? Jimmy, I think this one's one you're more equipped to handle.
1: Yeah, I've talked about this. And, and you know, I don't want to be accused of uh, of coming up with any, you know, conspiracy theory stuff. So this is just my opinion. But I to rehash what I said before, in case anybody missed it, I asked Sean off the air, do you know for sure that Vince had surgery? Uh, and I think you said to me, "Well, TMZ reported it." And my answer was, "Well, that doesn't matter." Like, do you know for sure?
0: They, that- they're, they're pretty on with their, their reporting of situations like that.
1: Okay. The it, it seemed to me like it was very convenient that uh, he has the medical leave, and then we find out he was raided by the feds four days sooner. It's also very convenient to me. That he was back in the fold, he was kind of messing with creative. Uh, there was reports or, or, or discussion that Nick Khan was frustrated, Hunter was frustrated. The merger's getting ready to close, and now Vince is on the sidelines on a medical leave and, and and a supposed Fed investigation. It's all very convenient. And uh, and I had kind of joked with Sean off the air. I wonder if Endeavor might have made a phone call because it sure kind of looked like that. And uh, yeah. I've seen I've seen billions too many times, Sean. So in, 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 in backdoor corporate politics, this is the shit that happens that people don't, uh, don't hear about. So wouldn't surprise me, but, uh, can't really say much more than that at this point.
0: Well, before we wrap up, if you're looking for your backstage politics to go a little bit easier, use blue chew.com and the code fightful. whether you're delivering it to the back door or around front blue chew is going to help you with that confidence and that performance. And Hey, you know what? The mailman's going to drop it off in a discreet package, but there will be nothing discreet about your package. Whether you're dropping it off by the back door or the mailman is, he'll drop it off wherever the hell your mailbox is. You prescribe online and get shipped straight to your door. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. No waiting in line at the doctor's office. If approved, it comes straight to you. So you can come straight. Well, you get the picture. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra, And Cialis. So it's ready whenever you are because it's a chewable form. If you're not ready, it'll help get you ready. BlueChew.com. Use the code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Jimmy, we are headed over to The List Goes On. I'm going to talk about a uh, talent that is likely headed back soon. And also... About interactions with CM Punk, there's a lot of. I saw an awful lot of people that are like, "Yeah, if you would have reached out to Punk to begin with, or huh. guess what, guys, I did, and I've been in contact numerous times." So uh, we'll just blow the lid off of that and give you a little insight without, you know, exposing anything uh, that is off the record or anything like that. Before we wrap up, we got one more from Adam Weller that says, I'm really into stuff like Barnett Bloodsport. Could shoot style stuff, become a brand division in WWE, the Endeavor deal could allow a good crossover. I wish it would become like a fight pass type of thing. Like they put on their own style of events. That's how I was trained, man. I, I came from a catch wrestling background. So you learn to work without ropes. You learn to work that style. Basically, you think shoot first then you work. I would love that personally. I don't see it.
1: I don't see it becoming a division, but I could definitely see it being a one-off brand, like a match one-off kind of like Bloodsport. I could see that happening in WWE. And quite honestly, I understand the logistics of having to remove the ropes and stuff. Mm. I'm kind of disappointed. They didn't do that with Rhonda and Shayna at, at SummerSlam.
0: Me too.
1: But I could see them going in that direction for sure.
0: Yes, boy. says, gentlemen, have you ever had an employee that caused issues amongst the worked environment but was good at their job? If so, how did you deal with it? I've had people that perhaps weren't as devoted and uh, all that. But I mean, I haven't had any like uber talented problem childs or anything like that. I, you know what? Far from a problem because I, I adore him, but I thought that Alex wasn't objective enough. On the Raw review, but I knew that he was insanely talented and there was an audience for what he was doing. And he pitched to me sour graps. And I said, that's perfect. But I've never had any issues with him. But there was a time when I was like, I can't responsibly have him cover this show with me on the main feed. If he wants to make it a feature attraction, that's fine. And he's got a great audience for it. I can, I can answer
1: this question all day long. I've had several employees (laughs) that were good at their job. Some of them were salespeople that made a lot of money for me who created a, 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 a bad situation with a, with a coworker. And the problem sometimes when you're in this position is you don't find out right away. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you deal with that with your staff, Sean, with Fightful, but with me, sometimes they would kind of talk about, about it amongst themselves, but they wouldn't come to me right away. Right. But when I eventually when I would find out about it, I always took care of it. Uh, one of them I actually had to part ways with because of a, of a situation with a young lady in the office. And uh, I always took care of it. I always brought them in. I always took care of business because that's just how you have to do it. Otherwise, it's going to linger, fester and get worse. And I think AEW has seen that over the last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I had people, somebody that wasn't necessarily very good at their job i mean they, they didn't do a whole lot for us but i parted ways with them when it became clear that they were causing issues with another staff member but hopefully we cause issues with your wallet make it about five dollars lighter head over to fightfulselect.com guys we're out
1: this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine